This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. So it's an example of what the community can do when it unites and when it comes together. And that's sort of symbolic, in fact, of what the trail is meant to be. Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. How are you, producer Doug? Pretty done. Pretty pretty darn swell. <laughs> pretty done. <laughs> pretty, done. <laughs> pretty done is about right, too. I yeah, think that's okay. Done, done, darn. Yeah. What yeah. Uh, uh, What are you doing to celebrate uh, New Year's Eve and this, this kind of down week, uh, slow week? I'm just going to be off the grid for the most part. Let's put it that that's way. That's great. Yes. That's great. Not not doom scrolling on Twitter or anything no, like that. No, 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 nothing like that. That's that's really nice. Uh, well, I'm going to be checking out this uh, Tacoma Light Trail at some point. My guest today is Rosemary Ponaconte, who's going to talk about a new. Uh, I don't know if it's a festival or event, uh, but something new coming to downtown Tacoma that I understand, Doug. You actually have a little uh, part of somehow. Yeah, there is. I have um, the first song on my band's upcoming album, uh, the very first song on the record, not not the first release. I guess it is because nobody's heard this stuff. Uh, is going to be playing at one of the locations, and each one of the locations that has one of these light um, installations is going to have music or sound effects or some sound design that goes along with it. And I believe if you go to their website, TacomaLightTrail.org, you can actually download an app and it will automatically play that sound or music when you approach a location, I think, too. Okay. That's a very cool thing. Well, uh, so we're going to get to the interview with Rosemary, but uh, I hope folks will check out the Tacoma Light Trail uh, and let's hear a little bit more about it. This is Eric Hanberg, host of the Channel 253 podcast, We Art Tacoma. Words mean things. That's what Pacific Lutheran University challenges me and you to think about in our everyday speech. When I speak to you or a guest over the podcast, the words I choose have impact, either positive or negative. Words have history, and when we choose to use them, we have to own their meaning and their effect on the people listening. My language, my choice. PLU is asking us to go deep on words like anti-racist or decolonize and to think about what those words truly mean. Then, once you understand them, let's talk about how you can put words into action. What can you do to live up to the word anti-racist? How can you decolonize your entertainment or even how you introduce yourself? These are big questions. To get ideas on how to answer them, and to find questions about other important words, visit plu.edu slash words mean things to learn more. My sincere thanks to Pacific Lutheran University for sponsoring Channel 253 and for doing exactly what universities should be doing right now with this campaign. 
All right. My guest today is Rosemary Ponaconti, who uh, is setting a record today with three appearances on the podcast in 2020, three in a year. Rosemary, you're doing amazing things, clearly. Thanks, Eric. Thanks <laughs> I, for being patient. <laughs> no, I'm very excited uh, to hear about this project that you're working on. It's uh, it's not the Tacoma Light Rail, it's the Tacoma Light Trail. Uh, tell me more about this, because it sounds really cool. Yes, and thank you for pronouncing the two Ts. That's pretty important. <laughs> Although I'm actually hoping the light rail will become a part of the light trail. <laughs> yes, the Tacoma Light Trail is a brand new first ever event in Tacoma. It's super exciting. It's a basically a massive collaboration of a ton of arts groups and businesses and artists downtown to bring light art to downtown Tacoma. And the trail part comes in because there's about, uh, so far, I'm getting more, I hope, so far about 32 different spots that have light art on them. And the best way to navigate them and find them all is there's a map on the website. And you can sort of choose your own adventure, make your own trail. You can uh, hike it or walk it or cycle it or drive it if you're feeling cold. Now, now so, light, light art is, a, is kind of a broad term. What kind of things might people see? Yes, it is very broad. There's everything from fancy projection mapping, which is where um, a light artist sort of uh, takes a reading of an interior or exterior architecture and projects light specifically mapped onto that architecture. Everything from that through to video projection, illuminated sculpture, illuminated lanterns and puppets and things, all the way through to just candles. And it's very simple but very powerful window light art. That's really cool. Um, are are you the 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 uh, the person who who came up with the idea for this, or just the person who's making it happen, or both? I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did not invent light festivals, though. So light okay. festivals happen all, all around the world. They're very inspiring to anyone who's been to like Vivid in Sydney, which is where I'm from, or um, you know the Jerusalem Light Festival. Berlin has one. Even Seattle got one this year. Oh. And I've been thinking forever why doesn't someone bring it to Tacoma? And then sort of coincidentally or not really this year, I had the opportunity to bring a fantastic light artist to the Foss Waterway Seaport uh, for a kind of a winter edition of Tacoma Ocean Fest. He's, uh, the artist is Christian Brevik and he makes these beautiful illuminated whale lanterns in the shape of endangered whales and hmm. things. And once I figured I could do that, and was going to do that, I thought, you know, why don't I just start asking other people downtown and see if they can play along? And everybody just jumped on board. I, I think the pandemic has shown a lot of people that like things, just jump on board, just do it because like, you know, why not? Uh, there's things that I would have taken months of planning where it's like, oh, listen, we can get about by Thursday, right? You know, like it's a, it's, it's a, there's a new spirit, I think, of uh, just get it done. I've got to agree with you. People have been just changing the way they've done everything, you know, since February. Yeah. And the result is good for innovative new product projects like this. Um, I also want to say the pandemic has, has maybe made people realize the importance of art and public art and in particular light art when they come to think about it. Because the reason I wanted to bring light art in January is obviously it's a really dark time of year right? That's Ocean Fest happens in June, which is very light. And there's no point showing light art when it's right. light. But January is obviously the time to do it. 
Yeah, that's and, that's a, a really good point. I, you know, we're at what right now, uh, sun says it well, like four thirty. Uh, so there's a lot of time every night uh, to enjoy enjoy these that you don't get in the summer. Um, exactly. Yeah, you know, because of the pandemic, it's, it's really dark emotionally too, yes. and mentally for people. So that's yes. the other thing. Very true. Um, so roughly speaking, geographically, I, I understand what you said about, um, you know, people can follow their own map, but uh, where where kind of does the, the trail start and where does it kind of end as you see it? Yeah, so it really is squarely within the downtown core. I want to say between uh, the Foss Waterway, Dock Street um, on the east, all the way up to like Yakima Hilltop, and then from the University of Washington, Tacoma to Wright Park. Oh, that's right. There was a there's a there's a, a thing at the conservatory, isn't that right? At, at the park. Yes, there is a thing at the conservatory. <laughs> it's really cool. It's a, an illuminated chrysalis lantern, a lantern in the shape of you know like butterfly chrysalis, symbolizing new life and hope, even when things look all bound up and dead looking. And it's surrounded by stars, star lanterns, and uh, yeah, just it's a really beautiful thing. Um, my my recollection is is that that's uh, even in a sense a, a memorial uh, to those who have, have passed during the, this. Is that accurate? That is. That's how it was originally conceived by the artist group who are Stars for Peace or Pax Tacoma, and they actually had the chrysalis and the stars outside under the great Roosevelt oak tree last week it was on the solstice yeah and pe- people could come and you know light candles or bring flowers just a kind of a a public memorial for this awful year and everything everybody's gone through and everything we've lost every person we've lost but also as a way to just say hey we believe that there is hope and we can move forward together and so yeah that was out actually out in the park last week and now it's inside but you can actually still write on a little piece of paper, your hopes for 2021 and the future, there'll be a little box outside the Seymour Conservatory and you can symbolically put them in the chrysalis that way. Yeah, that's really nice. I, one of the, the other pieces that uh, I've seen around Tacoma recently, actually, I'm not sure if I've seen, seen it in person, but I've seen it on Instagram a ton, is uh, the Space Orb, the Steve, Steve LaBerge piece, which is just uh, really fun to see. And that's uh, in the trail as well. Is that right? That is in the trail. Rumor has it it's going to uh, make an appearance, make a landing at, at Tullison Plaza. Okay. So rumor has tuned. it. Stay tuned. Rumor has it. But uh, rumor also has it that Steve LaBerge, who is quite quite the electronic wizard, um, has a couple of other light-up pieces in the, uh, in, in the trail. He has, uh, I can't remember, I don't think it's actually called The Worm, but I think of it as The Worm, which was at, uh, and of course now I'm blanking because I can't go out to anywhere anymore, so I can't remember, Alma Mater. Um, It was out at Alma Mater, uh, and it had been previously at Burning Man and some things like that. He's got a lot of interesting pieces, and it totally fits this, uh, this theme. It's perfect. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. So look out for those. One of those is going to be in the Pantages. And uh, I've just confirmed another one actually going to be at Unique Bakery downtown. Uh, That is news to me that there is a new bakery called Unique Bakery. That's good to know. Yes, you need to <laughs> you, you need to go there. Their French macaroons are amazing. Ooh. They just they, they literally just opened. Oh, good to know. Okay. Yeah. Um, without a first night this year i think that this is a nice a nice thing 
to look forward to um, uh, for for the winter, you know, something to do on one of these long nights. I think that's really great. Yeah, I thought so as well. And it also extends it out. So obviously first night is great, but it could not happen because COVID. Um, so this is, it's not a replacement for first night at mm-hmm. all, but it's, it's like a, it's, it's like a non-event or an extended event, you know, spaced out in space and time so that people can all celebrate and experience the same thing, but safely. Does that make sense? It does very much. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I, I could, well, I, and I'm I guess I'll ask you as a question, you know, in, in future years when, you know, we can hope first night is back, will Tacoma light trail be back as well? I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, uh, this is really a labor of love. I've donated a lot of my time and energy into this. And so have so many other people, pretty much everybody is doing things for free. Uh, there has been very little money exchanged for the Tacoma light trail. So it's an example of what the community can do when it, when it unites and when it comes together. And that's sort of symbolic, in fact, of what the trail is meant to be. So the trail was it's a fun thing to do out with your family for sure. And, and it's always fun to see light art, but it's, it's a bit deeper than that. It's, it's meant to remind us of light and hope and joy, but also around uh, themes that, you know, that we can all agree on hopefully mm-hmm. like resilience and protection and beauty and respect and things like that. And it, it is an, a classic example of what people can do when they work together. So I really hope people can keep working together and we can make it a thing next year. I think that that's really exciting. I'd never heard of a, of a light festival before. Um, uh, that's a new concept to me, but I, I could see us as a community really embracing that uh, going forward. I think there are so many possibilities and I've, I've had actually people come up to me and say, oh, we were just talking about doing this, you know, with whatever group or city agency they're with. Clearly other people have been thinking about it too. Tacoma has some amazing architecture. We all know that. Yep. And when you have the money to throw at this projection mapping stuff, you can just make amazing stuff happen on the exteriors of buildings. Um, yeah. Just go and Google projection light mapping and see what you come up with. Most of what I've seen with that is like, uh, you know, protest, you know, like people putting light on a Donald Trump hotel or something like that. Like, like, like I, I, I hadn't thought of the artistic side of it. That's a really cool thing. Yeah. And there can be both for sure. Mm-hmm. The beauty about light is that you can throw it up in any public space. And so long as you have permission to be where you are to do your projection, it's totally legal and it's not permanent. It's not like graffiti. Right. Um, yeah. That's really great. So, yeah. so details wise, if, if someone's listening to this and they're like, great, I want to do this. When, when, in, we know where it's downtown Tacoma, but, but when does this start? So it starts this Wednesday, December 30th, and it goes through January 24th. And it, the light art is visible every night from five to 9 PM. Okay. And if, if someone is uh, driving around, probably driving around, although on a nice night, maybe there's a few brave walkers out there. But if someone's driving around, um, how would you recommend they, they f- figure out where to go? Well, uh, first of all, um, go to the website, TacomaLightTrail.org and find the map. That's a really good way to start. And it's a Google map. So, you know, it'll follow you around as you walk around or drive around. I'm, as for where to start, I'm kind of biased I want to tell people to start at the Fosswater Oil Seaport <laughs> and see the see the Ocean Fest art, which really is truly amazing. And th- that 
museum is also on the uh, one of the corners of the arts. So that's a good place to start with any trail, I think, is at one end or other. Yep. Yep, and then make your way along. Maybe you can zigzag along Dock Street to the Museum of Glass and then go up to Pacific Avenue and then go along Commerce and climb your way up the hill. Uh, yes, maybe if you're walking, you prefer to go downhill. But, uh. Sure, but <laughs> right park to Dock Street, whichever way you want to do it with all the stops in between. Yeah, yeah, and the, the beauty of it is, you know, there's, there's a lot of stops. If you don't get to them all, come back another time. I mean, it's free and it's open every night. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I, uh, I'm really, I'm really excited to do this. I think it'll be a nice family thing and it's nice that it's, it's in January, you know, there's, uh, so many, well, in, in previous years, there's a lot of activities and things to do in December. Um, but having something like this in, in January when it's a little bit, uh, a little bit lighter schedule, I think it'll be a really nice, a nice time to celebrate, uh, this midwinter moment. I think so. And it, it's a definite break from all the virtual stuff that, you know, we've had to be doing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, in, in the, in the vein of, um, you know, like a, like a monkey shine or something like that. It's something, uh, something people can go do, but before exactly. you, before hunting mon- monkey shines, go hunt, uh, follow the light trail. Follow the light trail. Yeah. Exactly. I, I like that. I like that phrase. Yeah. I sh- yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you can use can it. I, can, thank you. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> All right. Well, Rosemary, I really appreciate uh, you sharing more about this cool thing. And uh, I will put a a link uh, to uh, the website in the show notes for people who are listening so they can find it. But I hope to see everyone out there uh, in uh, late December and and January. Yes. Following the light trail. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Did you know Channel 253 is member supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I hope you will show your support by going to channel253.com slash membership and join. Thank you. We Art Tacoma is part of the Channel 253 Podcast Network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Move to Tacoma, Taco Man, Flounder's B-Team, Crossing Division, Citizen Tacoma, What Say You, and Give Me the Mic. This is Channel 253.